Hey everybody, welcome to the episode of Rich State of Mind while I'm talking to Joseph Joshagan. He's a personal slash professional development coach, author, and professional speaker. He has spent decades traveling the country, helping countless professionals that feel unfulfilled in their works to experience freedom beyond what a job can offer. With his subconscious mindset training technique, Joseph has helped hundreds of individuals go from ordinary to extraordinary, from fantasy to thinking to reality living masters. And so I really enjoyed discussing the subconscious mindset training techniques with Joseph because it talks a bit about what we subconsciously have been trained uh, throughout our younger years and what we were made to believe by the time we were adults. And I think this is an awesome uh, discussion uh, that you should hear. Uh, please review, give reviews, give likes, give comments on this episode, whether you're watching on YouTube or Apple or any other platform. I think you'll really enjoy this content and thank you for listening. Please visit our site at www.richstateofmind.com where we provide content on real estate, personal finances, and self-development. Share your story and information by posting a blog on our site so that the Rich State of Mind community continues to grow in knowledge. You can also follow our Instagram page at rich underscore state brand to find out about exclusive offers and discount promotions for our apparel. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast because it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other outlets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And thank you for listening. Hey, good evening, Joey. Thank you for taking the time this evening on this episode. If you could please tell the audience a little bit about you. Absolutely, Anthony. It's great to be here with you. And, you know, like, you know, I, I come from a low income blue collar family outside of Detroit, Michigan. And, you know, I grew up watching struggle, watching limitations, watching my, my mom and dad both, you know, work themselves into unhealthy living conditions and stuff, trying to get the hours to, for finances and stuff like that. And, and I remember at nine years old thinking something's not right here. You know, but then I went into my adulthood, my young adulthood, 18, 20, carrying those same patterns, that same conditioning out in my life. And, you know, I got a job into corporate America and I started building that career because it's what I was supposed to do. But all the time in my heart, I wanted to, from the time I was 22 years old, this thing lit inside of me to inspire, motivate people to live better lives. And I became a student of it at 22. And it took me almost 28 years <laughs> to actually step out and understand all the workings of it. And I was a continuous student that whole time. But in that same time, I built a 28-year career up to a vice president of sales in corporate America where I assisted companies that were either going into or in bankruptcy to come out that other side in the profitability. I, I have a 25 year old son who I just adore. And you know, I, um, yeah, I, I, you know, today I live my life in a way that I don't need a vacation from it. And I used to want that. And I used to want to help other people do that, but I had no idea how the heck to do it for many years. Awesome. So I got, I got a question. What was yeah. your pivotal moment uh, 
in your childhood or maybe your young adulthood that made you want to change? Like, was there a moment or, or, or something that had happened in your life where like, okay, I need to, I need to change this. There was, you know, even from the time I was young, I knew, like I said, I knew that stuff wasn't right. I, I, I even in high school and stuff like that, I wanted to help people do better than they were doing and stuff like that. And, and I guess there was something innate within me that I always knew by helping other people, it would help me do that as well. So I had that way of being, but at 22 years old, I heard a, a speaker, his name was Jack Boland. And, and, and Anthony, I don't remember what he said, but I remember it lighting this ignition within side of me that I really wanted to spend my life inspiring and motivating people to live better lives. I didn't even know what it meant. You know, there wasn't coaching and things like that out back then. And stuff, so I had no idea what it really was. And it's kind of unfolded over time. As I stepped into it for a while, I thought it was a minister and a police officer and things like that. So, and it's kind of led me down the pathway to what I'm doing today. And today I work with people professionally and personally in the, in, you know, to help them create a life that they truly love living, to get out of living in struggle, get out of living in lack, get out of limit, living in limitation, and really open up the doorways of possibilities and potentials. And so uh, what did you take from your uh, corporate career? Were there any uh, things that you learned from your corporate career that you, you took into what you do now, or you threw it all away? Oh, oh <laughs> I learned something. And, you know, I went through a divorce and I learned a lot going through a divorce after a 19 year yeah i've learned in everything that's happened to me i actually wrote a book called life's lessons and it's all about how life happens for us and to us and and throughout this whole process of all this i learned how to take the judgment out of the things happening and instead of looking at something as good or bad as me being the victim of it or the cause of it or things like that take the take the judgment out of it and, and start asking questions like if life happens for me and not to me why is this happening and all of a sudden i could start learning yeah, if you think about it, in corporate America, you have 350 families because you have 350 employees there. And when you announce that you're going to be filing for bankruptcy as a business, the impact on every one of those people and the similarities, but also the unique ways in it. And that's really has served me so well in dealing with people like that and helping them. You know, uh, there's a lot of talk about overcoming your fears. You know, if you have fear, you don't have faith. If you have faith, you don't have fear. And they almost like it's a switch that you turn on and off, but it's not. It's a process that you go through. And so helping people really go through that process has helped me to help hundreds of people to do that. And, you know, I, I work with a lot of clients who have one foot in the employee bucket and one foot in the entrepreneur bucket. And to take that step out of that employee bucket is so scary and fearful. And I, I did it myself after a 28 year career, you know, when I resigned, I didn't retire and taking that step and what all's entailed in those fears, you know, helping people that are going into retirement and fearful of if their life is over and things like that. And so, yeah, every one of the things I learned in there, you know, uh, I just talked to somebody a couple of weeks ago, <coughs> excuse me, we talked about negotiations, you know, and negotiations doesn't happen at the sales table, but negotiations is across the board. You know, when we're truly look at our life in through negotiations and we look for a win-win, we look for how are not we going to win or how are not they going to win or who's going to take more or less. But there's always those mutual win-wins and everything. And when we start looking for those, is when we start living different. And Anthony, that begins with doing that within ourselves. You know, you and I were talking ahead of time a little bit about mindset. 
at, you know, the words that we speak, the way we talk to ourselves. One of the things I ask people at workshops when I do them live is, would you ever speak to another person the way you talk to yourself? You know, or would you ever let another person talk to you the way you talk to yourself? It's so damaging, but we do it without even thinking, you know, oh my God, I'm so dumb. I can't believe how clumsy I am. You know, all those things. And then the other side of it with that is, is, is the words, the thoughts that we entertain. If we're tied into our past failures, to our past upsets, to what we haven't been able to do, and we keep replaying those, we're going to live with those being our best results. So yeah, I, in corporate America and coaching clients and everything I do, I continue to learn and grow from. You mentioned earlier about people having one foot in the entrepreneur bucket and then one foot in the employee yeah. bucket. Uh, and I know that you've talked about employee and entrepreneur myth, uh, myth busting, right? Uh, do you <laughs> think, uh, can you explain to what that is, you know, what the employed entrepreneur myth busting is, and maybe that is what's holding people back from keeping one foot in their employee bucket? Yeah, absolutely. Beginning of this year, I took and I did a, a, um, entrepreneur myth busting. And I think I took five or seven of the top. I don't remember each one of them, but the major ones I do, I took the, the top five or seven myths that people tell entrepreneurs. You know, one of them was like, you know, before you do something like that, make sure you go talk to your friends and your family and, you know, things like that and, and get their input. But our friends and our family are the same people who gave us the conditioning that's limiting our life right now. So why would we listen to people who are not doing that? Instead, go to people who are doing that, who've achieved that level. And maybe it's not the same thing you want to do, but have achieved success in whatever that is for them. That, that's somebody you can get support from who can help you overcome those, those uh, the speed bumps and the walls you bump into and things like that. Going to the people who gave us our conditioning are just going to pull us right back to our conditioning. That was one of the major ones that I, that I, I listed for that. You know, the other one is, is, is you know, th th there's so much talk nowadays about if you want something, you have to take massive actions into it. And let me ask you something, Anthony, for you personally, how many massive achievements have you received based on massive actions versus how many massive achievements have you achieved versus on taking inspired action? Uh, definitely, you know, inspired action over a small, you know, or small actions over a, a long period of time. Uh, maybe there was a couple of times where I had a yeah. fork in a road where I had to make a massive decision, but it was all definitely decisions, little decisions that ended up into the big goal. And that's exactly what happens, because what happens is so many people are taught you have to take massive actions, right? And that's why so many people try harder and harder and harder and they put in more and more and more effort, kind of like a fly on a window pane. And it, it just goes and goes and goes and goes until it kills itself on the windowsill of exhaustion. And that's what so many people do with their desires is they try harder and harder and harder. They put more and more and more hours. They put more and more and more effort and they just keep going with it until they get burned out and exhausted. If we, when we slow down, when we slow down and spend some time being a human being versus a human doing, all of a sudden, these inspired actions, these thoughts, we overhear a conversation in a store or a restaurant from somebody and it gives us an action. We hear something on the radio or TV, it gives us an action we take. They're inspired actions and they happen all the time, Anthony. But what happens is we're going so fast and people are so busy, they just blow right by them and don't even recognize them. When we slow down, when we get into that point of understanding 
they show up for us. We don't even have to go out and get them. Life becomes different. We start achieving. That's why some people, you see that go harder and harder and harder, and they put in miles of effort, and they get minimal results at best. And then you see these other people, it seems like they take one little action, and they get these huge results out of it. They're just going down easy street, like just flowing through life. That's what it is. That's the difference right there. Uh, you know, that's funny you say that because I do, I look at some, how some people success and uh, you could even look at people on YouTube, right? Like, oh man, they did 30 episodes and now they have hundreds of thousands of followers. And then some people have to do 2000 videos before they can even get to that. Uh, and so, yeah. you know, obviously you don't want to compare yourself too often to people, but there, are, there is a page to take out of some people's book where they are being, they are being more efficient in the uh, less things that they're doing per se, or that you see them doing advice. You're like being busy just to be busy versus being effective. Beautifully said, Anthony. You know, when I worked in corporate America, I would develop territories when we're going in bankruptcy and looking for ownership, the banking stuff, all that, the dealing with the customers. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I think the only person in history of a major U.S. corporation to come in and write us out a check for a million dollars so that we would continue producing their parts. Like nobody thought it was possible. That's another myth is we're taught what's possible. You know, I was just, I'm working with a client now and I've been working with him for a few months now. And when he came to me, he had two jobs. He was two full-time jobs he was working and he had his business. His businesses where his passion really was, but he was stealing time to try and put into his business. And the two full-time jobs were taking a hundred percent of his, you know, of his, of his work life, right. Within a short period of time. And, and, and he, it took him a little while to get this. Cause he thought I can't back off of those. Cause I need the money and I need this and I need that. But we started bringing in balance within three months, his business toppled over. He, we balanced it out to 50, 50, 50% for his, of his work time in his business, 50% between the other two jobs. And within the time we did that, his, his business toppled over income by the, compared to the two, both of the other ones combined. When we slow down, when we start working more effectively, like you said, all of a sudden we start getting more results for our effort, but it's hard to get somebody who's in that go, go, go mode to understand that because their mind and everything inside of them tells them, I got to keep going or I'm going to lose. I got to keep going. I got to keep going. Uh, do you get them to change their mindset by focusing more on maybe their unique uh, talents or skills that they bring to a particular niche? Yeah, really good question. So here's one of the things I tell every client I work with. I don't know your answers. You know, I, I'm, I'm not the whiz. <laughs> I don't know your answers. What I'm really good at is helping you get in contact with them, helping you find those answers within you. So you, whether it's your unique talents and gifts, whether it's your desires and what that awesome life looks like for you, what you're going to do for your life works and your, you know, your purpose in this world and things like that. I don't know what that is, but I do a really good job helping people access that. So as we access that, I have <clears throat> different programs. My main mothership program is called the Life Ignited Program. And it's all based on the processes that I put that I built called SMT, subconscious mindset training. Okay. Now, you and I, a few minutes ago, we talked about the mindset, the words we use, the thoughts we entertain. That's one side of things. But for a decade and a half, I worked on that with things like the secret and all that other stuff out there. 
and and I tried thinking positive, thinking positive, talking positive, acting positive, and it led to me throwing all of it in the trash, going, man, this stuff's a bunch of crap. Later on, once I realized that it's at the subconscious level, that it's our conditioning, it's our paradigms, our habits of belief, things like that, that are ruling what we experience in life. When we get to that level, all of a sudden, the mindset of the words we use and the thoughts we entertain make a huge, huge impact right away. So what I do is I help people start out by what I call dynamic vision road mapping, where we create a dynamic vision for what that is in their life and all aspects and areas of their life. And then, and I have 12 step framework that we go through throughout the process of that. And it, it deals in multiple pillars and stages and such. But as we go through that, it's all on the subconscious mindset. The whole program is designed to bump us into those conditioning within us. Like for me, part of the conditioning I had was that a man gets a job, supports a family, and hopefully lives long enough to enjoy some retirement. And I bought into that hook, line, sinker up that corporate ladder. And I knew, I knew my desire was to be do something different, but I could never break myself away from that. You know, I was kind of trapped in that no matter what. Until I finally like gave up on everything and stuff and had a bunch of, you know, my a divorce followed by my dad passing, followed by my mom passing and all this stuff happened. And I just got to a point of going, man, why, like, I can lose all of this stuff so quickly. Within a couple of years, it all happened, Anthony. Why am I so stuck in hanging on to the one freaking thing I want to get rid of, the job? And that led me to picking up a book and it led to the next step. And that's what led me really to the subconscious mindset side of things, to the sub, that, that, that subconscious, that conditioning and all that. When I started understanding what that was, and I'll tell you, man, when I hit that, Oh my God, it was that conditioning that man gets a job and supports a family, you know, and all that. That's what's had me held up this whole time. Once I understood that within months, it seemed like weeks, all of a sudden, all my whole entire world was changing. No lie. Within eight months of realizing that I went and found a coach because I knew I would run into my own conditioning and patterns and stuff. If left on my own. (laughs) I went and found a coach who specialized. I started working with this person within eight months. I had my first of multiple coaching certification. I had my first three clients. I resigned from corporate America, moved down here to the mountains in South Carolina. And I've been rolling forward ever since just absolutely loving life and just having such a huge impact on people's lives. I like the fact that you talked about uh, the the subconscious mindset part or the subconscious conditioning, uh, because naturally our parents, because of maybe what the things they went through, they will put that down on their kids, you know, hey, you make sure you go either it's the military or, you know, you go to college and that's the only way you can be successful. Yes. Uh, you know, being sold particular ideas or dreams. And then when we get in the real world, we're like, this is, this seems to be no rules. There are no rules to how this thing works. There's plenty of different ways to be successful. Uh, and we find ourselves scratching our head as to why, you know, this person and this person is you know, doing whatever they want. Like, how did they do that? And it just seems to be like this secret, right? Yeah. Uh, that you can't understand because you're in this box, you know, being in the corporate ladder or, or, or whatever job or occupation that you do that you, you did it, like I told you earlier, right? Me joining the Navy out of necessity, mm-hmm. right? Some people do things out of necessity and they find themselves sure. not having a, a, a no way out. Uh, in the military, we call that golden handcuffs. Because the, in the military, we always have a uh, the retirement. The retirement is definitely appealing because you only got to do 20 yeah. years by 30 like other 
uh, uh, civil service jobs. But then also, you know, there's always that new rank that gets dangled in your face. Hey, you know, yeah. you keep working hard, you get this new rank uh, and, you know, stay in. And in, in order to get paid for that rank, you got to do another three years before, for, before you retire. They call it high three. So uh, even in the military, we had, like I said, we had our yeah. golden handcuffs. And uh, I spoke to you earlier about, hey, look, you know, I want things, the way I want things to work out is for me to be able to separate in three years and walk away. And my piece, if I, if I have to stay in, because, you know, there's obviously not, it's not bad to stay in the Navy, military and then get your retirement, mm -hmm. but uh, the subconscious mindset, right? We are, in the military, we are naturally institutionalized. And so we like the idea I have my food is my food is take care they give me money for food they give me yeah. money for housing medical right and so that's a lot to walk away from when you have it a is. service that that takes care of everything for you to just say all right I'm done and to step out and do something especially if you have a family uh but it does start with the SMT technique or subconscious mind yeah it does and, and, you know going back to what you said there when the way you joined the navy and stuff like that you know so many people live their life pushed by pain, right? I, 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 you know, I was so miserable in my life that I used food and gambling and then alcohol at some time to the point I had to reach out and get help for it and stuff, you know? And I, I pushed by pain into growing that way. And what I specialize in is helping people create a vision so they can be pulled by their vision versus being pushed by their pain. So, so many people live a life and, and just like you said, they get that hook, those, those golden handcuffs, you know? In corporate America, I was making six figures. I had a company car. I had, you know, all the bonus and benefits and all of that stuff that went along with it and stuff, you know, and, and not only did I have all those things that I was like, man, walking away from this, that's a lot to walk away from, you know, but I had everybody around me going, oh my God, you've got it made. Like you hit it, you, you, you know, and, and inside I'm feeling empty and I feel like I'm just drowning within myself. Like, no, I'm not living the life that I'm supposed to be living. You know, but so many people get caught in that and they get caught in, they get really what happens, Anthony, is people have their de desires up here, right? They have this huge desires of things they want to be, do, have, create and experience in their life. But what happens is they get a piece of that and then they're conditioning. And I just want to say this, our conditioning is not our fault. We didn't sign up to it when we were born. And it's not the people's fault who gave it to us because they were doing the best they could do for us. So we can let everybody off the hook, not have to have a, a um, you know, a, a villain in that. And, yeah. and, and, and then we can just kind of move forward, understanding we got the best that we got what we were supposed to have in order to grow us to where we're supposed to go and stuff. But as we go through that process of that, as we go through that self-discovery and opening that up, you know, one, one of the things you would, you would ask me about um, at one point is like, why do I, why, why am I passionate about what I do? And I'll tell you right now, Anthony, it's because I know every time somebody goes within and they touch into those unique gifts, those unique talents that only they have, and they bring those outwardly, the entire world shifts because of it. I love that. I, I, I like that. That's my process. why. That is, <laughs> yeah, nah, it is. And I, and I got, and I got examples of that too, is I, I was working with a guy, he was a CEO of a company and he said, I don't want to get, my team needs coaching, but I don't want to bring somebody in to coach them. I want to learn what you do and then I'll take it to my team. And I go, okay, that's no problem. Within the first week, I realized this gentleman had a 37 year marriage that he and his wife just coexisted. Like they, they shared the same house. They didn't eat together, shop together. They even did their own laundry, all of that stuff, right? 
the fifth week I was working with him, he, he was at a live workshop I was at. He happened to show up to it. And so he came up and did a testimonial, you know, and, and, and so we were talking and he told me about what it was like. He told me why, you know, everybody, he hired me for business coaching and then that this opened up and, and the fifth week into it, he said him and his wife were like newlyweds again. They're watching TV together, eating together, dating, all this stuff and everything else. And, and I said to him, I said, so what, so what, okay, we know what you did. You've been working with me, but what has your wife done differently? And he goes, she didn't do nothing. <laughs> and, and everybody laughed, but it proves what you and I were just talking about. She didn't do anything, but his world, when we change, our world around us has to shift as well. So relationships get mended or get better. Our finances get better. The limitations we're experiencing start dropping off. And instead we start experiencing bigger pieces of that, what we call life. You know, when we shift, when somebody shifts, the world of them shifts as well. I see it with every client I work with. I had a mentor that said, uh, talked about um, influencing your sphere of influence. So like in this situation, his wife was his influence. He changed and then she, you know, came too. Uh, and so that's pretty, that's pretty awesome. Even within marriage that this can be applied uh, to as well, especially these people who've been married as long as 37 years. Uh, pretty cemented yeah. individuals in, in their thought process and how they do things. Uh, yeah. And so it's yeah. awesome that, that that can even change, uh, you know, people that far in whatever the, the routines that they had, it was probably going on for decades. Yeah. And I tell everybody I work with, I, I don't just coach business. I'm not a business coach. It's impossible to have a business coach unless you're going to go after somebody who does, you know, the, to, you know, massive to do is massive actions and things like that. Call you up, hold you accountable and things like that. But that, that's not really coaching. That's kind of turning you into it to, you know, into a to do robot is what I call that. But to truly coach somebody, to truly help somebody elevate their life and get to where they want to get to, it has to cover all areas of their life. It's got to cover their health and their well-being. Because if, if you got a billion dollars and you're hooked to machines to stay alive, it's not really doing you much good. <laughs> Your relationships, if you don't have solid relationships to share that with and join in and things like that, you know, and, and, and then your vocation and then even your time and your money freedom to have that balance in your life. You know, so it no, yeah, covers off. Right. No, you're right. And, and kind of what I was talking about earlier, like the whole concept of rich state of mind, right, is to have hit all those important portions of your life in order for there to be stability and things to be uh, equally balanced. Uh, I, I, that it. was actually the best analogy I heard where you said uh, having billions, but then you hooked up to a life support machine. Uh, and you're right, yeah. I can't yeah. be focused so focused on my business and then I'm eating McDonald's uh, and you know lowering my health or in some other way, not taking care of myself or I lose my family. And uh, that's, the, that's the things that happen in the military actually. Some of us, we focus so much on you know, being operational, going on deployments. And we miss months yeah. or collectively years of uh, time with our spouses yeah. or children. And we don't, we don't know them actually, or we have to re-engage yeah. when we come back. Uh, and so I've seen a lot of people, um, I've talked to a lot of senior people that they're 25, 30 years in, and they say, you know, I put the military first too many times before my family and, you know, don't make that same mistake, find some stability. Awesome. Uh, you can be successful. Well, you, is there a chance that you will not be as successful as the individual that puts the military first or that job first all the time? Because you won't be able to keep, keep, uh, keep up with them. Uh, yeah. It's a possibility, but at least you are, you have your health, you have your family uh, because they will be there until you die. Not necessarily this job that you may be uh, killing yourself for. 
Yeah, and, and yeah, and 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 it, it all it's so cool the way all of it ties in and stuff, even in the conversation we've had up until now. So if you're a human doing, that means you go, 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 right? Not only are you sacrificing these other areas, these other people in your lives and things like that and stuff, but you're actually working harder to get less. You know, now now I'll say this. There's times, you know, I I'm, I'm, I was doing filming last week and I was in the studio here for like many, many hours. I don't even remember how, you know, I even skipped my fun Monday last week because I usually Monday is my day for fishing and bike riding and stuff like that and everything. And, and I skipped it because I was filming. I do those things. But I'll tell you what, and when I was in corporate America, if I had to work late one evening, it felt like grueling like oh my god now i'm doing it and i'm freaking charged up drinking coffee excited as can be you know but but having those time periods like that we all go through those but it's not supposed to be all the time seven day a week job i work i was working with a realtor who um she had been in business for quite a while and, and she, her business was going downward this is a couple years ago her business was heading downward and she was so busy working 24 seven, she, she, she couldn't even keep up, let alone turn everything around again. Right. So we started working together. We worked together. I think it was like five months into it. And, and she called me up and she was crying. And I, I thought something was wrong. Anthony, I go, what's the matter? And she goes, Joseph, I don't even know the words to tell you. I am just so grateful. This has been my highest revenue year in 18 years of my business. It's the only year I've taken five weeks vacation, you know, off of work. One of them, three week vacation to Israel, one of our bucket list items. That's what, that's what your message is. That's that balance, that all around life balance right there. She was in better health because she was exercising, working out. She had better relationships with her husband and her kids and her friends because she was spending time with them. She, she was getting that balance. You know, one of the things I work with with business people having greater balance in all areas of your life when we do that is when we can become human beings and we can start noticing you know that gentleman i told you about that had the two full-time jobs and then his company his company you know i always say that you know for me i refer to god as blue and it's not because blue is my favorite color although it is but in every conversation i have where miraculous things are happening in people's lives I'll go, how did that happen? How did that happen? You know, and at some point it always comes up. They go, I don't know. It came out of the blue. And so that's why I refer to God as blue. And now this gentleman will continue to send me text message and call me and stuff and go, I got another business out of the blue, <laughs> you this know, and, and like things that. show up like that when we allow them. Yeah. But so the two things, the benefit and what I do is one, I've been through that. I've been through that side of living a human doing with the massive to-dos and, and short-term, long-term goals, all that corporate America, doing what it was out of alignment for what my desires were, but doing it anyways, because I thought I had to, and then breaking from that. And then I've been able to help hundreds of people move into what their vision is for their life. I, I had a teacher who was totally burned out. She had this, as we started working together, she came up with this vision to buy these short buses and a short bus and convert it to a hair salon. And she was going oh, to God. industrial parks. People would walk outside, get their hair cut and walk back into work like that and she's loving her life <laughs> yeah i had another one who was a, a, a um, professor at a university out west and came up with their vision was that she wanted to travel the united states and stay at and, and go and and with detail visit every national park she's been doing it for two and a half years she started a blog 
and she's monetized it. And she is just absolutely loving her life. She's got her Jeep and she stays in the tent most of the time, unless she gets a hotel and just love it. And, and so people have done incredible things. I help people start businesses, you know, of, of all different natures and stuff. And it's, it's inside of us, but it's not up to us to do it alone. And that's a big difference right there, Anthony. So many people try to go it alone. But they, those, we're the same people that carry our conditioning and our patterns and our paradigms that we don't even know we're running in, we're running through and operating through. That's the benefit of having somebody like me. And when you say somebody that, when they say they're trying to do it alone, are you teaching them how to delegate? Uh, and, and outsource certain things for their business or for their lives? Um, I, yeah, I teach them, what, you know, because, yeah, I, I, you know, there's the whole thing about living in our genius, you know, and I'm a very big advocate and understand that. So, and yeah, you know, something that we can have somebody else do. I have four people on my team right now. And every person on my team, I can't say I can do everything they can do, but I can do it to maybe have measures of what they can do, you know, but I know how, but it wouldn't be good for me to spend my time there because they're like freaking rock stars in what they do. So every person loves what they do. And, and that's how I build my team. And I've had people on my team who have had that and then lost it. And I let them go find the next thing for them because my team is going to be filled. You know, I, I call it the dream makers. My team is filled with people who are living their vision, living their greatest life, doing what they do. So my creative person, I just give some ideas, some sparks and let them go. And they come back with stuff and it's just fascinating. I have somebody who handles, you know, setting my media and things like that and stuff. And just like a, a rock star with it. And, and so it's, yeah. And so what I do is help people in, instead of delegating type of a thing, because I don't delegate. I don't even think of myself as the boss. I think we're all bosses. You know, we're all on equal level there. And just everybody's creating in their way. Okay. And so as we do that, it's so it works so much better than I ever saw it work in corporate America. And I know in the military too, you know, you can't, you know, be at the same, you know what I mean? But, but when we're operating within my team, everybody's we're, we're level playing field. Uh, when it comes to you, how, uh, so you, you talk about teacher, you talked about marriage, you talk about somebody being in corporate America. How do you know how to approach people coming from all walks of life and to get them to pretty much be the best version of themselves? I, I, I use two reference points, Anthony. That's a, that is such a great question. I use two reference points. Where are you exactly right here and right now? Not where you should be, where you could be, where you want to be, where you could have been. Where are you right here and right now? In other words, when I ask that, it's what's going on, where are you struggling, what's going on good, how long you've been struggling what's the struggle feel that helps me get in tune with somebody and which ultimately anything I get in tune with helps me to get them in tune with and then where do you want to be and through my dynamic vision road mapping and other other tools like that I'm able to help people formulate that once I have those two reference points for anybody I'm able to help them move along there and I'm I'm so confident in the results that I achieve and the people I help that I guarantee people get those major results in their life. If not, I'll give them money back. When I'm looking at somebody up front, I always start it with a conversation. And if they're really clear on where they are, if they understand where they want to be and they can understand the value of time, money, whatever it is, relationships, what that 
that value is of what they're losing right now, I can help them get there. And do you, uh, do you put a time frame on it? Like, hey, at, at this six months, this is where, you know, six months later, this is where you should be. Or it's, it's case by case, depending on the individual. It, it's really case by case. What I, what I guarantee people is if you work with me, if you do the things I do in the programs and, and things like that and everything, I guarantee you're going to, you're going to, I've never, ever had anybody come back and go, wow, I'm kind of disappointed in my results that I guarantee people are blown away by the results on the amount of transition or transformation they make into what they desire. What's the, uh, and, and what you do, right? Uh, what do you get the biggest enjoyment out of when you see them succeed? I'll tell you, when, when somebody has a breakthrough, whether it's an achievement of some type of something they've been going after, whether it's a breakthrough of their mindset and they have that aha moment, whatever it is, Anthony, it, it'll put me in, like, if we started talking about them individually, it would put me in tears. Like I am just so blessed that I get to be this way in people's lives and such, you know, and, and help and watch people like really growing. Like I know blossom sounds funny, but like really blossom into being the person. Like there's people I work with in their forties, fifties, sixties that have like for decades wanted to achieve something and they keep blocking themselves and they don't achieve it. And when you see somebody get that spark, it's like, Oh my God, this is, this is why I'm living this life. This is why. It's pretty liberating because I, I truly think, you know, as, as long as you are able body and mind, uh, generally speaking you know you you should be able to accomplish almost anything that you put to you put your mind to and but that's the thing right put your mind to uh and when you say you want to do something you may let's say you want to write a book you put you put your pencil down and you start writing and you get a little bit of writer's block and then you start telling yourself i can't do this this is you know i'm always get stuck here this is you know or like you said earlier right you know you talk to yourself how you wouldn't talk to other people oh, stupid anthony what you know, why can't you get through this, this writer's block? Uh, it's just so, it's, I find it very interesting how the, the, the biggest achievements in life uh, really were from the mind. Uh, some of the biggest achievements in life was from the mind. Even, even something like sports where, yes, you are athletically doing things, but you ever seen an a, a athlete can't perform because they, they lost confidence? Oh, absolutely. You know, I've worked with not pros, but just underneath pro with juniors. I was really big in hockey, being from Michigan, coached hockey, everything else and stuff like that, you know? So I've worked with players and teams in hockey mainly. And, and yeah, helped with that mindset. You know, you can take somebody that's not as talented as somebody else, but you get their confidence rolling and they'll Michael Jordan over anybody, you know? I, I mean, not on the ice, but you know what I'm saying? But they'll, they'll I, they will, but it's like, holy crap, man. How did that guy even achieve that? How do you do that? You know? There was a high jumper I talk about in my workshops. He was 5'4", and his whole goal was to break 6'2", I think it was, that he was going to jump over 6'2". Now, he's 5'4". Nobody, his coach, nobody thought he could do it, and he'd never done it. And he had practiced and practiced and practiced for his competition. He went through mindset, you know, that mindset and everything else, and he tried it twice, and he knocked the bar off all the time. The third time, he walked up to it, and this is, this is honestly got truth, too. He walked up to it, and he talked to it. And then he went over and he talked to his coach and he said, tell me, I can do this. Tell me I can do this. And, and he had this talk that he initiated with his coach. No lie, Anthony. He went back. He, he covered, he uh, covered over that thing. He didn't, you know, without kicking it off and stuff and ended up winning the competition and everything. Nobody thought that he could do that. 
when we get that in our mindset. But you brought up a beautiful point a couple minutes ago because you talked about somebody writing a book, getting a writer's block. We run into a block like that. We run into a hiccup like that. And all of a sudden, we start questioning our capabilities. We start questioning our confidence. We start knocking ourselves down. Our, our thinking isn't into alignment anymore with what we want. So everything I do, one of the ways I'm able to explain this is, is, is I help people set an intention for what they want in their life. Make sense? Mm -hmm. That's a dynamic vision. They set an intention for what they want. And then the, my program and the coaching, the group stuff, all of it combined is to help them see where they're taking their attention and, and going away from the intention. We do that through our conditioning, like what you, it was beautiful. You brought that up right then. We, we start doing it in the way we talk, in our thoughts, in our self-sabotage and all of that stuff. We're, we're moving our attention away. And that has to happen in order for us to understand that so that we can change that conditioning and bring it back into alignment. And that's why I'm able to guarantee results like I am, because I can help people start shifting this really quickly. And the program is set up to identify that. So now all of a sudden, if instead of your attention going over here off the map, you give up on it. And then years later, you come back and try it again and give up and, and all that. All of a sudden, you start noticing it veering and you make corrections and you bring it back in alignment and you notice it veering and you and all of a sudden, and, and as you're doing that, you're gaining more ground quicker into that, whatever that achievement is. That's the bottom like, line yeah. of how it works. And right. it sounds like once you gain momentum, it becomes easy and easier. Doesn't ever, do, you know, like I, I work out, you know, I'm not huge, but you know, for my age, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. And I, I, I love working biceps. I love working chest, shoulders, back, legs are not my favorite, but I work them every week. But, but, you know, I work out the muscle and I notice the differences in the muscle right? Our subconscious is the same way. When we, when we work those muscles of that attention and, and bring it into alignment with our intention, when we work that muscle, that's why over time, instead of it going way off and coming in way up, it, it, it's just tweaking it because we've learned to use that muscle. We've learned to build that muscle and bring it into alignment. Ultimately, we have a conscious mind, right? Our conscious mind is whatever we're focused on, whatever were the words we use, the thoughts we entertain, all of that and everything else. That's our conscious mind. The subconscious just absorbs whatever the conscious mind is focused on. It doesn't determine whether right or wrong, good or bad, anything else. It just absorbs it. And then the subconscious mind uses the body to carry out actions for the experiences we call life. So if you're feeding garbage in, you're going to experience garbage out here around you. And when I say garbage, I don't mean that derogatory. I'm just saying, if you know, if you feed negative thoughts and things like that, you're going to have negative experiences. People that live in fear, doubt, and worry experience fear, doubt, and worry. When we change this around the mindset, we start absorbing different things on the subconscious. But where my specialty is, is the conditions, the patterns, the paradigms that exist at the subconscious level don't change just because our thinking changes. So people will change that. They'll do things like how I perceive the secret to be where I just talk positive and that things will be positive. It doesn't happen like that. We have to change that conditioning at a subconscious level. So then we can start really experiencing that pass through. Does that make sense? No, it does. Because uh, you, you hinted a, a little bit about exposure, what you, what you expose yourself to. So I'm really big on that, especially when it comes to my kids, right? What do you consume when you watch TV? Uh, what do you consume uh, when you're on YouTube? And I'll give you an example. Uh, I've used this a couple of times on the podcast. My son, uh, Junior, he's eight years old and mm -hmm. he watches normal kid stuff on Netflix or any type of network. 
And I asked him what he wanted to be when he grew up. And he says, uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, whoever my boss is, I'll have to ask him what he's, he wanted me to do. And I said, Anthony, who told you that you want, that you needed a boss in order to be successful in life or to, in order, you know, that's what you should be doing as an adult. And he couldn't tell me, you know, he, he couldn't really put articulate where he got that from yeah. because he's been, he's been fed that either through school, right. Or through what he uh, looks at on TV. Yeah. And I told him, you don't need that to be successful. Uh, Cause I, I've been at the time I had been having him read entrepreneur books, like for kids. Uh, and just this past weekend, awesome. we actually did, uh, we sold water bottles uh, over the weekend. Uh, what is it? 32 cases of water for six bucks. He sells each one for a dollar. So he makes like a 20 something dollar profit. Uh, nice. So it worked out for him and he, he made a good uh, profit over the weekend. Uh, and so I, I told him, I said, look, Anthony, you see how much, I said, how much did it take for you to uh, save up money when you was waiting for people to give you money for like Christmas and holidays and stuff like that? Cause he saved about $43. He says, well, it took me like six months. I said, and how much, how long did it take you to make $46 in profit? He says, one with me one day. I said, you see the difference between when you make yourself your own boss and you take action, you see what you could do in one day versus waiting for life to just happen to you and yeah. waiting for your boss to tell you to do something. That That's is the awesome. difference. That's what a great teaching story there. And you know, Anthony, I told you I have a 25 year old son. And, and, and he grew up in Detroit and he, you know, he stayed, I had 50% custody when he was younger and stuff like that. But then once he, once he graduated high school, he wanted to move at his mom's. And that's why I took a job out of state and stuff. And so anyway, so, but yeah, he like, and I all the time tell him, man, you got to get out of that area because everything in that area feeds, breeds and eats automotive. Everything is still in Michigan automotive related, right? Somehow. So you see this little box when you, get outside of that area and so one of the things and this may come up for you too one of the things i told him is he wanted to be a lawyer at one point or he wanted to go into medical or he wanted to do stuff like that. and every time he wanted to do something i would find somebody to connect him with that he could talk to that did that so he could really get insight into what that was like but breaking that whole mold that's man that was beautiful you shared that that conditioning of like i need a boss you know, and you don't even know where it comes from that kids receive stuff like that. But that's the conditioning I'm talking about. And that is so deeply ingrained. It took me 28 years and I didn't even know that's what was holding me prisoner to a career I didn't even want when I could have been building this thing way back then. And that's one of the things I love about what I do today is I can help people break that. I love working with a younger person because, you know, somebody in their 20s, because they can have so many more years to launch and have an impact on this world than what I'll be able to starting in my forties doing, you know, stepping out into doing this. No, you're so right. That's awesome. At eight, you're able to show them that stuff. I'm really big on, on uh, generational wealth or just passing on certain concepts or mindsets down to your kids because of what you said, right? The, the subconscious conditioning that we had growing up, it wasn't our fault. Right. But as adults, we are not to blame uh, the conditioning that our parents gave us. We are adults now. Yeah. We have to take responsibility for our actions. And one of those things that I consider taking responsibility is passing on uh, the right way to uh, do things to your children so that they don't run across the same stuff you had to or do things out of necessity. I want you to do things because that is what you want to do. Yes. Yeah. And my son, like I say, he's 25 and he'll, he'll we'll talk now and he'll say, Dick, 
Remember when you used to tell me, you know, that like so-and-so for a long time that I wasn't lazy. I just didn't like the stuff I was doing and stuff like that. You're right. Like, I love what I'm doing today. I, you know, I had an instance with him, Anthony. I bought him a car down here in South Carolina and brought back to Michigan for him because he's in college and stuff, you know. And I told him, but you got to sell the car you have now. You know, and so he, he sold it thinking he was going to have to give me the money. But then once he got it, I go, okay, now put that in your savings and stuff, you know, and surprise him with it. But his vision, you know, that the right person was going to come along, buy his car. They were going to give him close to what he's only asking 1500 So they're going to give him close to what he's asking and everything else and stuff like that. This is a good example of what a lot of people do. That Friday, this is a couple of years ago. So Friday, I'm driving his car up to him. And he calls me up. He goes, Dad, guess what? Somebody's coming to look at the car tomorrow. And I didn't even uh, advertise it yet. And I go, oh, no kidding. And he goes, right there, there's a pause. And he goes, yeah, but he's a mechanic. So he's going to find everything wrong with it. And only offer me a couple hundred dollars for the car. That's what so many people do, Anthony. And so I walk him through that. And I go, I go, you know what, Joey, what? What facts do you have? You have a fact that you're selling a car, you're asking $1,500 and somebody's coming and look at it, and you have the fact that he's a mechanic. That's all you know. And you took those facts and ran your vision all the way into the ground. And so many people do that, Anthony, and then they live on scraps of what's available to them and they blame somebody else or they're upset or this stuff doesn't work and things like that. And I understand that, but I was able to help him. And, and I go, okay, now what was your vision? I got him going into it again. He got excited. The guy came over the next day it was a perfect car for his daughter who just got her license and everything else. The guy was excited about it. He gave him $200 less than he was asking for. It. And Joey was like just ecstatic. He was so excited about that when he called me about it. But that's what happens is people going about it alone, they don't even realize that they're taking some facts and running their vision of what they desire into the ground. They don't even know that. And then they live on scraps. And having that scarcity mindset versus the abundance mindset. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, there's so many avenues that we could cross into in this conversation. Man, we, we have a lot of synchronicity between you and I, and stuff, but, but there's so many different avenues, you know, even the things about like, you know, don't expect too much, don't, you know, things like that. That was one of the things I used in the Mythbusters too, is like, you, you got to expect beyond what you believe possible. When I work with somebody on their vision, I work on, there's three types of goals. A-type goals are the goals we do every day, shampooing our hair, brushing our teeth, stuff like that. We do them repetitively all the time without even thinking. B-type of goals are contingent on something else happening, and then I'll do it. The kids going off to school or getting out of college, uh, you know, retiring, whatever it is. And then C-type goals are the ones I work on. And, and C-type of goal, a true to be a C-type goal, is you have to have no freaking idea on how the heck it's going to come to happen in your life. You have no idea how to bring it about, but you want it. Those are the goals that I get people to come up with and then focus on. And that's what we go after. I love that, man. Because that's I, where I, real life is happening. No, you're yeah. right. No, you, you're completely right. And you're right. Uh, you're also right by saying we get, we do have a lot, lot of uh, mindsets that uh, I love the, how we're bouncing them back and forth off because uh, this is the foundation. Yeah. I, I like this part. This is the foundation uh, of being able to do anything, anything that you put your mind to. And I love the versatility that you have. Uh, because it shows proof that uh, this mindset coaching, training your subconsciousness, uh, it's not just just to be successful in business. It's not just oh, so you could be a better leader. It's so that you could be a, a better better version of yourself uh, in all aspects um, that apply to you. Um, and yeah. there's also some flexibility to this as well. So it's not just for like you said. There's no like I can't see myself being a business coach. You know. 
you have to, it has to all be inclusive. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know, uh, I get, I'm trying to think who says it. I can't think of who says it. Maybe I'll think by the time I say, it. I don't think it's false. Follows, but he says, you know, instead of asking what the world needs, ask what brings you to life. Like ask what brings you alive because that's what the world needs is more people to come alive. So like you said a minute ago, when somebody goes within and deals with that inside, they have to be more of that on the outside. You know, you can't, you can't be more on the inside like that, tap into those things and not bring it outwardly. So oh, as yes. we work on the inside, it automatically lifts up everything around us in our world. Man, this is, this has been awesome, Joey, man. This has really been awesome. Yeah. I, I really enjoy these conversations. Uh, where can people, where can people find you at contact you? Uh, please tell the whole spiel. Yeah, Anthony, the best thing for people to do is go to, I have a special website set up called coachwithjoseph.com. And they can, you know, HTTPS colon slash coachwithjoseph.com. And they can schedule a 45 minute block of time with me. And, and we'll bring laser focus and go moving past what the hangups are right now, opening up that spark of a vision of a dynamic vision for their life. And they'll gain tools and, 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 and processes, things they can do that they'll walk away from the call with that they can implement into their life. Okay, awesome. I have a few people that I will be forwarding uh, you too, actually, uh, because that's I, I have some people in my great. life that I, I know that's they have such creative minds, man, su such creative ideas on what they can do. And if they just push back past themselves, uh, they, they the world will be their oyster. Uh, the world is waiting, actually, for their, their service. Uh, they don't know yeah, what they're missing. Beautiful. This, you got a good heart, awesome, man. man. You got a really good heart, Anthony. Oh, thank you. And I love your and, and I love your passion. Um, this is something it's, it's always refreshing to hear somebody this passionate about what they do and to have that freedom, right? You don't feel like you get this ball and chain on your and your ankle and you have all these weights on your back. Uh, there's a yeah. freedom and flexibility that you have that I really uh, would always want my loved ones and my family members to have and myself, obviously, mm -hmm. as well. Uh, to to live our lives to the fullest, right? It's not just a saying, um, and it's actually possible if you do what you have to do. Uh, you just got to get over that that mental barrier, that mental hump. Absolutely, and and, and it's it's almost. I don't want to say it's absolutely impossible, but it's almost impossible to do alone. You know, I work with a lot of guys in recovery and stuff like that for alcohol and stuff, and I always tell them get a sponsor right away because if you don't get a sponsor, that means you're sponsoring yourself. And and you're the guy that got you here in the first place. <laughs> you know, we're each responsible for the life we're living right now. So to get out of that, we need to sidestep that and take some uncommon actions if we want uncommon changes, you know, circumstances to show up in our life. So, yeah, this is incredible conversation. Like uncommon, uncommon answers for uncommon situations. Yeah, we have to take uncommon actions if we want to experience life different than what we've experienced. It's in the common life we've experienced. Absolutely. And it's uncomfortable to do that. But we have to be willing to put up with a little bit of uncomfortableness to bring about changes and a difference in our life. And having somebody there who's been through it to help you through it makes all the difference in the world. Sweet, man. I really appreciate this. Uh, yeah. You're lucky. Uh, this is, uh, you're right about 5-5, five, five, right? 5 being your favorite number. Yes, sir. Episode 5-5. <laughs> five, five. So this was, this was meant to happen, man. Joey, I really appreciate you. This has been a great hour of discussion. Uh, we got to make sure, I, I definitely will be staying in contact with you and be forwarding some people to you. 
Uh, yeah, and same theory, Anthony. I, I'd love to talk more with you on or off. This, this, this conversation is very, very exciting. Thank you very much. I'm honored to get to be here with you, man. Thank you as well.